Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hello, everyone. I hope you all are having an amazing day, and I would like to let you know on this amazing day that I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash matthewdonald. There you can find bonus content for both my shows, The Ritwit and Paleobites. For the Paleobites bonus content, we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals, and this month we're talking about... Let's see, what did they say we're talking about this week? Let me just look at the... Let me look at the list here. Uh, Megazoic! My own book series! Wow, I must have really run out of ideas. That's not true. We got plenty of other dinosaur pop culture to talk about, but I thought this time we'd do something a little different. And don't worry, it's not me reviewing my own book. That would be biased and unprofessional. Of course not. No, I've got two other people to do it. People who are very unbiased and are willing to give their professional opinion on my book series. So, <laughs> yeah, it's great. We all have a good time. Link is in the description before you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support and have a lovely day. Ugh. Having people pay to listen to review, that is an ad for my own work to make people pay for that. Capitalism, baby! Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that bones. My name is Matthew Donald, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts Talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, I'm joined by someone who I'm currently in, not her house, not my house, someone else's house. We just broke into a stranger's home. Yeah, we just broke into a stranger's home. They'll be back any minute now. Hold on, we'll have to see. Anyways, it's Laura Housley. How are you? Hello, I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, So the reason why we are recording in a house that is not my house or Matt's house is because I am currently pet-sitting. Pet-sitting, you're pet-sitting a dire wolf. Yes, she's actually quite vicious, uh, and she is definitely descendant from wolves. That's why she is all of I mean, six inches tall, I think. Most, actually, I wager all dogs are descendant from wolves. Most are, or some are descended from like foxes. Some are descended really? from yeah. yeah. I mean, like domestic dogs, descended yeah. from foxes. Some. That's cool. Foxes are cute. They're basically cat dogs. Honestly, 
Uh, that does not encourage people to go try to domesticate foxes. Oh, please don't. But if, you, uh, if you're one of the rare, rare people who has managed to domesticate a fox, which I'm like, you shouldn't do. But if you do, they're great pets, I've heard. <laughs> right, well... But they're snuggly yeah. pets. They're very cute, but boy, they're, they're high maintenance. They're very cute. They're very high maintenance. They're not pets. Let's they're not just... pets. They shouldn't be pets. But I feel like one day, humanity will be desperate enough to figure it out. <laughs> I mean, definitely, Because they're right? adorable. Foxes are some of the cutest animals. They're very cute. Did you know a group of finnick foxes, finnick foxes specifically, is known as a tangle? That's adorable. Yeah. I saw something the other day. This is very related. Yeah. Uh, I saw something the other day that said that... Uh, Tangled is so charming. It's pretty much everybody's favorite favorite Disney movie. Oh yeah, the movie Tangled. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not the Foxen. The Foxen are very cute, though. Yeah. The Fox. Oh, speaking of Fox, speaking of Disney, Robin Hood. Am I right? (laughs) Why does everyone like that fox? He's not. I mean, he's got charming personality, but he's still an animal. I'm not. I'm not part of the furry fandom, so. I mean, look, I'm not judging you, man. Like whatever. My my ex girlfriend was. A furry. That's why we broke up. That's how we broke up. I was like, oh. Well. Yeah, she's great. We're still friends, actually. No, <laughs> oh, wow. Didn't work out for other reasons. Uh, okay, so uh, here, you know, you know, you see a lot of furry foxes. You see a lot of sure. like furry animals, like dogs. Honestly. What about giraffes? You don't see a lot of that. It's... Well, I do because I have a membership to the Denver Zoo. Oh yeah, well those are literally giraffes. I mean, like giraffe people. Like, oh, I see, I see. Yeah, I don't see. I'm a little bit of a giraffe person. Oh, uh, okay. He loves giraffes. Yeah. He's got, like, a couple of, like... Well, I mean, like, you know, like a giraffe person. Like, how Goofy's a dog person. Oh, I see where you're going with this. I feel like I've seen some animated characters of, like, like, animal... Por- animal... An- an- anamorphal... I can't think of it now. Anthropomorphosize. Anthropomorphos. Again, we're editing in a the, much more intelligent person The listeners than are us, screaming at us right now. <laughs> Just, like, what the word is. Anthropomorphized. Why does that sound wrong to me? I I think it's just one of those words that will always sound wrong, no matter how you say it. Anthropomorphomorphomorphized. That's actually correct. There we go. Okay. That one's actually correct. Anyway, speaking of giraffes, except not really, but sort of, we're talking about giraffe titan today. Yes. Yes, the titanic giraffe itself. It's a miracle these things once walked the earth, because they are kind of freaking huge. Kind of. They're enormous. In fact, there's one on display in the museum in Berlin that is the tallest mounted skeleton in the world. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, But so what's hyped is a macronarian sauropod, a group of wombnecks that includes Brachiosaurus and Chimerosaurus, and are closely related to the Cretaceous Titanosaur. Assuming you those are. Oh, of course. I actually have uh, three degrees in... Titanosaur research. Yes. Makes sense. Um, It's a common fact about me. Of course, of course, of course. That's why I'm on this podcast so much. Yeah, yeah, you know so much about dinosaurs. In fact, I mentioned you recently on on a podcast where I was like, you know, Laura Owsley's great, but she doesn't know squat about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm you and a few other people. I've told people, too, of like, oh, yeah, like, I'm recording the, like, I... Uh, podcast with my buddy, and they're like, "Oh, cool! What's the podcast about?" I'm like, oh, "It's about dinosaurs." They're like, I didn't know you knew anything about dinosaurs. I'm like, "I don't." I don't. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. here I am because you're a trooper, <laughs> and you really are. So and it's fun, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it's fun. You and I have a good dynamic. That's really more what I care about. Right? Like my st- stupid bad cyber. Like, I mean, I'm not qualified. It's like no one is. I'm barely qualified. <laughs> right? Like. Uh, but who is qualified, of course, is the puppy dog that is tap dancing around us right now. Yes, hello. Demanding affection. Hello. The little dire wolf disease. 
Yes. She oh. actually looks a lot like a giraffe type. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look at that. Uh, look at that short neck. <laughs> yeah, the short neck, Great the squished in nose, yeah. Uh, yeah. bulging eyes. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, terrier, by the way, listeners. <laughs> so. I feel like I've been, like, describing, like, a frog. Like, I mean, he's she's basically or a frog in human form. Is a sheep, right? Yes, it's a sheep. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to misgender the dog. Okay. Uh, so, size, giraffe titan, yeah, 75 size. to 80 feet long. Holy shit. Or 21 to 25 meters long. 40 so. to 65 tons. Oh, that's all. That was fine. Yeah, 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 that's fine. You could just yeah. run across the street and be like, Hey, look at me, it's my pal, the giraffe titan. Right, right, right. Hey, uh, put her there. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's a high, the best and last high five of your life. Yeah, no, you, you, like you hold your hand up, the thing puts its foot down, <laughs> squashed. But what a way to go. Exactly. Right, like that's bragging rights in the afterlife. Bragging rights indeed. Alright, so, uh, uh, it wasn't her before though, thankfully. So, oh, that is comforting. So if it killed you, it wouldn't be because, uh, uh, it ate you. Because mm-hmm. you stepped on it. Or he's, not you stepped on it, he stepped on you. <laughs> so, what a way to go. Um, uh, time, late Jurassic, 150 to 145 million years ago. Okay. Uh, just location Tanzania. Oh. Have you ever been to Tanzania? I have not, no. Have you ever been out of the country? You've been out of the country before. I have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, technically I lived out of the country until I was three. Oh, that's right. I think I've told uh, it when you fell in the well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, so I, for context here, uh, I lived in Albania until I was three. So I was born in Colorado, but my family lived in Albania. And that's in Africa too, right? It is not in Africa. Where is it again? Uh, it is just north of Greece. Oh, right. It's, it's Eastern European, yeah, so... Cool. So it's like right south of Macedonia, north of Greece. Oh, cool. Um, but yes, I lived there until I was like three. Aside from that, I technically have been to Mexico, but like technically, you know where like you, the you Mexico, snuck over the border. I snuck over the border, right? But the other direction, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> well, okay. So there's the Mexico-California border. Mm-hmm. Where I've been in Mexico is like. Yeah. An hour south of the U.S. border. Really? Right. So it's like, quote, unquote, Mexico, right? But, like, right. you're still kind of in Southern California. Like, you're still in that, like, Baja area. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes sense. Sorry. So, I have been out of the country, but only briefly. Have you? Oh, yeah. I've been to Russia. I've been to oh. um, England. I've been to Mexico. I've been to the Virgin Islands. Okay, so... Uh, so it was described in 2009, but it was, just, it was suggested to be a separate genus from Brachiosaurus as early as 1988. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, pop culture appearances, and inadvertently, everything featuring a Brachiosaurus in Africa, or even a Brachiosaurus at all, uh, as most of what we know about Brachiosaurus actually comes from Giraffe Titan. Oh, wow. Okay, so they're, like, famous not so much for being what they are, but right. for being, like, the inspiration of what we think of as, like, a giant dinosaur. Absolutely, absolutely. You know Brachiosaurus, right? Sure. Yeah, okay. Big, bulky, long-necked dinosaur that wowed audiences in 1993 as the first major dinosaur to appear in the Jurassic Park franchise and show off that glorious early 90s CGI. Oh, man. I mean, that's the peak of CGI, actually. Yeah, have you seen the TV show Reboot? No. <laughs> have you seen Transformers Beast Wars? I feel like I have. Watch it on YouTube, or don't, because it is unwatchable by today's <laughs> standards. <laughs> It's amazing that Toy Story looks as good as it is, as it does, even now. Um, but anyway, so, uh, here's the thing about Brachiosaurus. Most of its reconstructions are based off of Giraffe Titan. 
Oh. Uh, because back in the day, that was considered a different species in the Brachiosaurus genus. When the first remains of Brachiosaurus were discovered uh, in Colorado in 1900, so yeah, here oh. in this state. Um, That's cool, they were found yep, here. Yep, and described a few years later, they were rather scant, with only a femur, hum- humerus, ilium, crocoid, sacrum, a few caudal vertebrae, and other nerd terms for skeletal anatomy. I don't know because I'm not a skeletal anatomist. <laughs> You're not? <laughs> no! I don't know what this podcast was. Oh yeah, skeletal anatomy bites. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. By the way, I was writing skeletal anatomist in my notes here. I was like, oh, that'd be funny. Skeletal. It turns out that actually is a word, anatomist. I didn't know yeah. that. I, I feel like it sounds like, I know what it means, but it sounds like it should be like a person whose entire job it is is skeletal anatomy. Right, but it's like anatomist. It's just like, oh, I'm not a doctor. I'm an anatomist. Right. Shut up! <laughs> Nobody cares, Dave. Like, <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, all these nerd terms for stuff. But they also ribs. I know those. Uh, that's yeah, no, that's sure. another thing they found. Ribs um, are great. Ribs are great. Yeah, Actually, I don't like ribs. Really? Oh, no. I grew up in Texas, too. You'd think I'd like ribs. Yeah. I think I like barbecue. I don't. Huh. I love uh, good ribs. I'm not a pork person. Oh. So. Yeah. yeah. Pork, pork chops actually kind of like, yeah. Oh, see? Yeah. Matt, how are we ever going to get food after this? I know, we're supposed to get food, and I'm just like, we'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Well, who knows? You know, we were talking about Greece earlier. Maybe we can get Grecian food. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I'd be down for that. I don't think you would like it. I wouldn't like it, no. I I like some Mediterranean food. <laughs> I mean, I love falafels. Falafel uh, is, eh. I'm like, baklava, but that's dessert. We talked about this the other time we were over here, but not on the podcast, so. Not on the podcast. Anyways, why are we talking about baklava? What about traffic <laughs> time? That's my bad. That's what <laughs> I uh, will take no... No blame for. Uh, no, you shouldn't. It's all my fault. All right. Anyways, so these these early aughts paleontologists sure. were like, "Whoa, this thing's huge!" and named it Brachiosaurus. All right. Uh, then a few years later, That's in 1906, good. what? 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 Go ahead. Okay. A few years <laughs> later, in 1906, uh, German mining engineers in Tanzania, Africa, noticed some huge bones in a quarry, and over the next couple of years, uh, the sites were open to a bunch of paleontologists to excavate a whole crap ton of giant dinosaur bones. One such skeleton was far larger than the others, and once more, it was nearly complete. Uh, as these seemed to match the bones found in Colorado, they named it as another species of Brachiosaurus, specifically Brachiosaurus branchi, while the Colorado remains were called Brachi- Brachiosaurus altothorax. Brachiosaurus. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
anti-thorax. Also, alta thorax. Alta thorax. Yeah. That's cool though. That, like we got like our Denver dinosaur. We oh, talked yeah. about the Denver saurus. Yes, yes, we did. No, there's a lot. Of, well, Colorado was great for dinosaur bones. So a lot of good ones. Uh, Brachiosaurus is pretty common, but and it also would make sense for a dinosaur in North America and a dinosaur in Africa to be somewhat close because like back then. It wasn't quite Pangea anymore, but Colorado and Africa are pretty close. Uh, not Colorado, North America and Africa are pretty close. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, you just take us a quick bus stop, and there, there's Africa. And there it is, right? All the buses that dinosaurs were taking back yeah. in the day. Yeah. yeah Public good. transportation was so much better. I mean, so they had all the fossil fuels to use. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh, that one took me longer than it should. <laughs> uh, that's such a bad joke. I apologize. <laughs> but, uh, so, okay. All right, so um, since these Brachiosaurus bones, I use Brachiosaurus air quotes here, uh, in Africa were far more complete than the ones in North America, most of our depictions of Brachiosaurus in media are actually based off of what this one, which will later be known as Giraffe Titan. It helps that its skeleton is on display at the Berlin Natural History Museum, one of the uh, largest and the tallest mountain- mounted skeletons in the whole world, showing off just how god-danging enormous this thing was, and inspiring those early 90s artists like mad. Like, these things were inspired to hell and back with this thing. They were inspired to god dang shoot. <laughs> I mean, really, I think my favorite thing that they've inspired is, uh, of course, the Jurassic Park series. Yes, the ones you've seen in pieces via memes. Yes. Uh, and by the time Matt decides to stop letting me on this podcast, uh, which... Should be sooner rather than later. I mean, if you want to... You can leave if you want. There's the door. No, (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I want to be on this podcast. I'm just waiting for you to blow up and people are like... You don't understand this this podcast. know what she's doing. Well, well, I don't know what I'm doing either. That's why I'm doing this podcast. (laughs) Instead of doing actual paleontological research. Uh, I don't want to do paleontological research. I have to be out in the badlands in the desert where it's hot, Uh, lifting heavy rocks. See, none of that sounds good. No. But sitting here yeah. with a mic, that's in this air, mic air conditioned room, right? Yeah, room temperature. It's room a nice temperature. A Boston Terrier running around. Bo- here. It's a nice. I'm mean, recording this in April, so it's a nice spring day. It really is, which means that it will snow uh, in a couple of days. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, it's like 70 degrees now. It'll be like 20 degrees tomorrow. Oh. So yeah. Bronchiosaurus also had to have had lots of coats and hats. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, it's back, especially back then, right? <laughs> when the weather was exactly the same as it was now, because that's how weather works. That's how weather works. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, you know what they say in Colorado, right? If you don't like the weather, wait fifteen million years and it will change. Fifteen million years, exactly. I lo- I thought I was like, oh, you're doing the classic say, oh, oh, <laughs> twist. <laughs> ah, once in a while. Yes. Ah, wow, that's pretty cool. Anyways, so how? All right, so. Since Hollywood is America-centric, they've specifically been depicting Brachiosaurus altothorax all this time, even though the bones of the museum are named Brachiosaurus branchi, and those are the ones that were complete, so they're like, okay, we're going to we're going to depict this Brachiosaurus altothorax based off of this Brachiosaurus branchi. Because it's like, this is in Jurassic Colorado, so here's a Brachiosaurus altothorax. So what you're saying is that Hollywood lied to me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, the one in Jurassic Park is basically that. But since the late 80s, some paleontologists have felt a little off about this whole thing and decided to yeah, forgive, forgive my paleontological pun. Do some digging. <laughs> this is just a podcast episode of puns. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
Anyways, so eventually British paleontologist and also computer programmer, so basically my idol, uh, Michael P. Taylor, published a a detailed comparison of the two species, showing that their bone size, shape, and proportion were actually... (laughs) Sorry, I'm having a conversation with the dog as Matt is talking. Yeah, it's like a facial conversation. No words spoken. No words spoken, just me looking at her very disapprovingly as she looks at me with big, hopeful eyes. (laughs) But nobody's thrown the ball for me in almost ten minutes, so I've neglected it. And for dogs, that's like over an hour in dog years. That's true. That's <laughs> so, true. Uh, anyway, times. Go ahead. Anyway, so uh, this Michael B. Taylor published a detailed comparison of the two species, showing that their bone size, shape, and portion were actually quite different. Ergo, it needed to be classified in a separate genus, and thus renamed the African specimen Giraffa Titan branchi. Since the North American brachiosaurus was described first, that name stuck, and thus all these North American brachiosaurus depictions based off the African giraffe titan, just looks silly now. <laughs> of course. Uh, as for giraffe titan itself, it was one of the largest dinosaurs of all time, only beaten by some Cretaceous titanosaurs. Oh. So it's pretty huge. Like, yeah. It's like reaching up there on the trees. Also, it held its neck up pretty high compared to other long dinosaurs. Because the reason why it's called Brachiosaurus, and this one's kind of the same too, Brachy means arm, right? Oh, so, so its neck kind of functioned as an arm. Oh, I guess, but that's actually not the reason. Uh, It's it's called that because its front limbs, unusually for dinosaurs or long necks in general, were much longer than their back limbs. Oh. So, like, the the spine was kind of hunched upwards, so the neck could go way up. Oh, that is interesting. As most animals, their front limbs are shorter than the back limbs. Right, it's almost disproportionate. Kind of like a gorilla. You know, gorillas have much longer front limbs than back limbs, so... The spine's kind of more upward. And same with Brachiosaurus. Although, obviously, it didn't you know, walk low on its knuckles with its arms held up like a gorilla. That'd be pretty cool, though, That'd huh? be pretty cool, though. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. So, giraffes, when they, like, lean down to, like, drink water yeah, or something always, from the ground. Yeah, they kind of spread their front legs out to, like... A little bit. And they also, like, have a thing that, like, the blood, they can, like, control the blood rushing to their head yeah, so yeah. that it doesn't, like... Them, yeah, I know right? some dinosaurs are like that too. Like Camera Camarasaurus okay. is called chamber blister because it has specific chambers that like allowed it to, to pump the blood all the way up there. So Okay, so is that a similar case with this? Oh yeah, I'd say so. I mean okay. obviously, I mean it lived it lived that way. I had to figure okay. it out. Otherwise it would just it reach up and it's like, oh I'm reaching my neck up as I'm designed to. Wait, a lightheaded. <laughs> well, hey, I mean maybe they just couldn't bend their heads down. Maybe they just like so the, the, the open for them their to, mouths to get water from It's just like, the oh, I can't reach. Ah. Yep. Or they had to go all the way down into the water until the point where they were at head was at water level and then just drink that way. There you go. There <laughs> now you the go. water pressure lower down would crush them, but nah, they could, I don't know, back float. They'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Those long arms, backstroke. <laughs> That's a very yeah. weird image. Daddy <laughs> <So>. legs, <laughs> long arms, huge neck. Just like, <laughs> I mean, if you saw that at the public pool, like, I think that would scare away children. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, also, this thing is bigger than the public pool. I mean, it just it steps a bit in there, and then suddenly all the water is just like, <laughs> out. <laughs> so. <laughs> Ah, you don't know the public pools that I go to, right? Oh, they're enormous. Yeah, they're enormous. A uh, placement of Giraffe Titan's nostrils has been an interesting discussion, as its skull has two giant gaping holes in the front that pretty much cover the entire forehead, oh. meaning that they, the nostrils themselves can be placed pretty much anywhere. In fact, paleontologists have proposed like five separate locations for where the nostrils 
where for a while they're presumed to be near the top of the head. And this is the depiction shown in Jurassic Park. This again that was based off of Jurassic Titan, uh, where we get the close up of one as it feeds off the tree that Alan Grant and the kids are sleeping on. So it has like this crest. Um, it has a tall crest on its head, and so it's like the the uh, kind of like a whale. Like the nostrils are close to the eyes up there. And also, this is back in the day when they thought, oh, maybe it was like a snorkel, even though they realized that if it got that deep in the water, it would cr- be crushed. <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh, but uh, scientists thought about it for like a second. Like, hey, pretty much all animals have their noses at the front, so maybe they were near the snout instead. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, why did you think they were close to the top of the first place then, you dummies? I could be a paleontologist. I could come up with stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, come on. Except, well, my question is, if the nostril holes are so large... How big are the eye holes? Uh, a little bit. That's true. Like, you think about what the skull... Uh, it's just like you need a lot of space in the skull for all the resonating chambers and other stuff. Okay. Yeah, like, the nostrils themselves would be little, but in the skull, the holes are huge. You know, it's sort of like, uh, have you seen an elephant skull? It has a big cavity up the front. That's where the trunk is. Right. And that's actually where the origin of the Cyclops came from, because when we saw those skulls, we're like, oh, it's an el- that's a big eye socket, right? <laughs> True story. Fun facts. <laughs> they actually did have resonating chambers, which leads screens to the whole sunk, singing like whale noises they tend to make in movies. You ever notice that? In, oh, we have all the movies you've seen with dinosaurs. Sure. The sure. long necks tend to like sing like whales. Huh. I think it's because they were like, you know, they're big like whales. Right, they might as well. <laughs> Sound like whales. <laughs> well, I think they're like, we love an underdog story. Right? Yeah, what's a bigger so, underdog like, than the biggest animal? What, oh, seriously. I'm like... <laughs> Of the animals that you would think would be, like, American Idol stars, right? It would probably be, like, a Velociraptor or something. Oh, yeah, that Mongolian dinosaur, yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, like, if we're going to make Sing 3 with dinosaurs instead of... Oh, my gosh. I mean, there's no reason for them to be animals anyways. They're just animals because it looks funny from trailer promo shots. Right, because it's cuter for kids and it sells more toys. I mean, Zootopia had a whole reason for them to be animals, but... right. But Zootopia was then very quickly taken in by some very odd groups on the internet. Well, again, the furries, they're back! <laughs> Not even the furries! Do you know, Zootopia had giraffes in it. Had giraffe Did people it? in it. Yeah. Remember, it was like that one, I think they went up, there was like that stand and uh, that had like an Asia branch shakes that one of them slurped. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I remember that. Like when during the Shakira's Try Everything song, you know, like mm. the beginning. What an odd choice for that movie, Shakira. As a gazelle. <laughs> As a gazelle. Do you know she's four foot eleven? <laughs> Is she? Yeah. Huh. Wow, that gives like a whole new like image to her stuck in a cage because. I th- Why is she stuck in a cage? Because of the she wolf. Oh. There's a she wolf. I okay. I don't know. All I know is hips don't lie, because <laughs> I saw that as a teenager, I'm like, oh yes, yes, please, hips don't lie. Don't <laughs> lie to me, hips! <laughs> don't lie to me! I can't handle it about I need truthful hips, yeah. <laughs> not lying hips. Anyways, giraffe attack. Okay, so, anyways, uh, I know this really isn't about giraffes, but close enough, right? Yeah. Dra- yeah, so let's rate it 1 out of 65 million. <laughs> Ooh. I rated... Oh, yeah, what's your crazy rating, guess? My crazy rating is two and a half Judy Hops. Two and a half Judy Hops. Oh, great, now I have to leave that in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, I'm going to rate it. I'm going to rate it 50 million, because it's pretty cool. 51 million, just to be a little bit distinctive. Or I'm going to rate it uh, two Shakira hip thrusts. 
There you go. <laughs> just two, though. I know just she goes two. crazy sometimes. Fair. She's like, one left way, one the other way. <laughs> right, right, right. We can't get too much here, really. Dravitite is really cool, but, like, you can only have one for each region of the world. Yeah. What? <laughs> I was trying to go for the, like, the two different kinds of bronchiosaurus. Oh, right, the, the bronchiosaurus, yes. <laughs> Anyways. Alright, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at Matt D at MatthewDonkCreator.com. Free and general questions to either co-host. You can follow me on social media at MatthewDonkCreator on Facebook, at MatthewDon64 on Twitter, at MatthewDon64 on Instagram. I've been doing this more often. Uh, where can they find you? Uh, so they can find me pretty much anywhere on the social medias. Twitter and Instagram are preferred. It's going to be at Thespian Laura, T-H-E-S-P-I-A-N. You were quite the thespian. I've seen some of your plays. I've seen one of your plays. And it was quite good. (laughs) It was a very good show. Matt came for one of the last performances before COVID shut down. I know, and you were just like, oh, once this blows over, we'll just get right back to production. (laughs) Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, there's this whole, like, weird COVID thing going around, but it'll be gone in, like, two weeks. So we just get, like, a two-week break. Yeah, like way back to normal, everything's fine. I also have a book series on Amazon Megazoic available for print and Kindle. I'm fairly certain I don't use a giraffe or titan anywhere in it. I feel like you would be the expert on this. Sometimes I I read through it and I'm like, whoa, I use that species. Whoa, it's like a background character or something. I'm just like, this dinosaur set, this dinosaur set, this dinosaur had the laser, this dinosaur had the rocket launcher, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah. Every dinosaur has a rocket launcher. Yeah. just canon. Pew pew. Roar! <laughs> exactly. High five of ten. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I also have another podcast called The Rit. Wait, where two twits talk about rating. You like the vibe of this show? It's basically the same as that one. All right, well, that's it for this week. As I say at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites, uh, uh, tonight, tips don't lie. I don't know the rest of the song. <laughs> oh, baby, when you talk like that, you make a woman go mad. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay. Let's try to go for a different Shakira song. Shakira, Shakira. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 